Hi Saint, um, yesterday we actually had um, more like a Bible, Bible session with my wife and we read 1 Corinthians chapter 11. Of course we jumped through many other books and uh, epistles but our main focus was um, 1 Corinthians 11 from verse 17 where, <clears throat> where Paul interestingly enough is more giving uh, a warning or more or less some little bit of advice to the Corinthians church. He starts off by saying he's not happy, he's not pleased um, by what's happening at that place. And uh, more or less he was hearing, says it sounds like he had heard a rumor about it. And he then says he kind of believes it to some extent. Um, and um, he he, the biggest problem is that there was divisions. Um, there was some, some form of division. And um, he, he attributes those divisions to possibilities that there could be heresies, some teachings that are not in keeping with the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Then he says he hears that people come during the Lord's Supper and eat before others. And um, he's now asking questions such as, why do you shame the poor people? Um, but most importantly, he says, why do you shame the church of, of the Lord Jesus Christ? And um, he then shares an experience. He says he has received from the Lord that on the last supper, he broke bread. And he said, this is my body. Eat. Um, do this in remembrance of me. He then says he, was also, he has also received from the Lord that there was a cup and he shared this cup and he said this is my blood drink of it um, in remembrance of me do this until I come now <clears throat> he quickly goes back because he, he, he he's sharing an experience after he has expressed his disappointment that these people are not following certain things then he shares this experience that he has. I don't know if he received a vision because he was not part of the 12 disciples when Jesus broke bread. Um, so it means, therefore, this came through a vision or an encounter with Jesus and Jesus had to share this with Paul. And this is the significance he brings out from it. He says, when he broke it out, he broke the bread and he gave the cup. He said, do this in remembrance of me. Then he says, it is important, therefore, that each person who goes eats this must discern they they, 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 they they must do some form of self-introspection. And um, many doctrines have erupted from that, that you cannot take the Holy Communion if you have sinned or if you have not repented, a whole lot of junk. But what Paul is trying to say there is that you need to discern um, that when you're eating, you don't shame um, the Lord's body. So he says, when you eat and you break the bread, Ensure that you understand that this is the Lord's body. And then he says, because some have failed to discern this. It is for this reason that people in Corinth are weak, are sick, and sapped. He says, quite a number of you have died. And then he concludes and he says, listen, I would then advise you guys to be one and to, if it's the time of the Lord's Supper. Wait for one another. Don't eat before the other. 
If you are too hungry, eat from home. Blessed be to God. Now, that is the gist of what this man is teaching. And I found that very interesting. That the consequence or the result thereof of failing to eat and understand and discern the Lord's body when you partake of the Lord's Supper has resulted in, in physical, physical consequences that people are actually sick and quite a number of people have died. Now, he then goes on to chapter 12 to teach about the gifts, the spiritual stuff, how the Spirit of God deals with the diversities, how the Lord Jesus deals with the administration and how God deals with the operation. And he mentions the gifts of the Spirit, what they usually call it. The faith, the healing, working of miracles, um, the power of healing, uh, speaking of tongues and diverse tongues, the interpretation of tongues, the discerning of spirits, etc. But then the important part comes when he speaks of how we as the body of Christ are like a human body. The body has different members, but it is one. He says, so is Christ. Hallelujah. So is Christ. And he speaks about how the body needs, the, the eye needs the ear, and the ear cannot say they don't need that, etc. And how this thing works in unison. How this thing works together to achieve a particular goal. And then he urges towards the end of chapter 12 that there should be no schisms or divisions within the church. Hallelujah. Because with the divisions, we cannot function. We cannot function. And I find this very paramount and still relevant to the church today. I cannot expound on the level of division that we experience. Even within a particular sect or a particular church in a particular area, where you find certain believers are, 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 are almost better than others. It, it's insane. It's insane. And where you find that a particular church fails to utilize the different gifts that enable the body to grow, that enable the church to grow, where we only rely on one man, on one person to, 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 to be the main person, where else these gifts work together in synergy to, en- to, uh, to, 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 to unlock or to enable growth. Now, it is this kind of division that has put so many things at bay. And Paul says to them, you are weak, you are sick, and so quite a number of you have actually died. And therefore, I want to urge you as a believer to understand that your relevance in the body of Christ starts when you acknowledge the other. Blessed be to the living God. Your relevance in the body of Christ will start when you acknowledge the other. You can never stand alone. You can never do this alone. And do not be fooled by certain names, certain titles, certain whatever. We need one another for us to function. Be blessed in the name of Jesus. Amen.